There we go. So welcome everybody. Today is March the 1st, 2023. Gosh, it's going by pretty quick. Um, this is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd and Dr. David Peck. My name is Johanna Chan. I'm going to assist today. Before we hear from them, let's go ahead and um, I'm going to share this disclaimer. The presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, myself, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, take it away. All right, thank you so very much. I am Alex Lloyd, the guy in the middle. Um, he doesn't want me to stay good looking. So uh, um, what do I say instead of good looking? Handsome, what are other synonyms? Uh, Just some anyway, dude, some dude. That's uh, Dr. David Peck. And uh, we are here because we want to try to help uh, as many people as we can, a million to a billion people, increase their emotional well-being by 100% or more, decrease their stress by 100% or more in 12 months or less. And we believe we can help you do that. And we can help you do it, we think, for free and give you everything you need for that. And that's why we started this program. So each week we're talking about different issues and giving you a custom procedure to help heal the source of that. Um, and they're all posted. So if you missed your issue, you can try to go back and find it. There's a bunch of them now. And um, David, can I break tradition and uh, read something uh, really quick here? Of course. Of course. Okay. okay. I got this yesterday, yesterday in the mail. And um, it's, it's someone who uh, is contacting me about something they experienced related to the Healing Code book, which was my first book. And here's what they wrote. And this is related to a uh, supposedly a very high level medical doctor, Dave, in yeah. New York City at a okay. hospital. So here's what they said. So I've already recommended the Healing Code book to several friends. It's, it's so good. I started reading it at chemo yesterday and the top oncologist in the hospital at, walked through. He's known to be very grouchy and he stopped and asked me where I got it and said, everyone, cancer or not, needs to read this book. That's what the oncologist said. The top oh oncologist. my God. And it goes on. Who was it? What hospital? It goes on. He wished me well and told me to take it to heart, the book. He winked at me and left with a smile. The nurses in the ward were all shocked. They said he never speaks to patients or nurses unless in the direct line of work and then usually a little on the grumpy side. They all then confirmed that it's absolutely one of the best books any of them had ever read, and they had all read it, and they recommend it 
to all of their patients, healthy and unhealthy. So that came yesterday, Dave. Um, so yeah, I thought um, I thought if you're on this program and you've not heard of me or Dave and you're wondering why are we here and does this crazy stuff really work, uh, that's supposedly from one of the top oncologists at one of the top hospitals in New York City. I received it yesterday. All right, now. I say it's about time, but I'm glad. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so today, today, um, we are talking about systemic gatekeeping, all right? Now, let me tell you what that is, all right? It, gatekeeping is kind of another word for control. And here are a number of issues that Dave came up with related to this issue. So listen to these and see if any of these resonate with you. And then Dave and I'll talk about it for a minute. Then we'll do the code for it. Then we'll let all of you weigh in on it. So here's some of the issues that this might um, be for. Uh, brainwashing or indoctrination or some sort of cult mentality, gaslighting people or being gaslighted by someone else, censoring, derailing and sabotaging, labeling, ridiculing, monitoring and surveilling, intensely and continuously judging and critiquing and evaluating and editorializing, not just in, a, in something you write, editorializing someone else or you being editorialized by someone else. So Dave, take it away and then I'll weigh in as well. I've got okay. something on this too. Thank you so much. Um, yes, all those things. So, you know, I'm thinking about the gatekeeping, all the ways. So anyway, here's here's the, this is a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a taking a chance. But what I'm thinking is basically the gatekeeping that's been occurring to we as people, because you all those things that you mentioned, Alex, the list, you know, of things, they're all related to, as you said earlier, control. And the question is, what is the gate that's being kept if we right. look at it on a systemic, on a Broadway? And this is where I'm going to I want to go out on a limit for a minute by, by saying that when I think about this, all those mechanisms are being used, in my opinion, in order, you know, not necessarily intentionally by all the people doing it, but at the highest levels in order to keep us from accessing our true self, our authentic self yeah. in a way. Yeah, you know, because, and, and so, you know, I'm asking people to think about it in terms of that, you know, what is the ridicule about? What, what is ultimately, what is being the gate that's being kept? And, and, and so, you know, that, that's the one point. And then, you know, the, the thing about it is now, gatekeeping, I just want to clarify before I tell my own story is that, you know, we're not talking about health and safety monitoring. Okay, that's different. You know, when you when you talk about gatekeeping, like keeping someone from the child from touching the stove or something because health and safety, we're not talking about that. Okay, so, so just to clarify, it's not a health and safety thing. Then the other thing is that 
The opposite of this gatekeeping, and this goes along with what I was just saying a minute about, you know, uh, uh, being uh, able to access our authenticity, is freedom. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Take away, it, it takes away freedom. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a form of enslavement. And, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, I like to think of this as a way of a, a movement, almost a revolution to free people, free us, free me, free everybody from the emotional slavery that that's been holding us and and these mechanisms of labeling and ridicule and etc gaslighting censoring are the sort of the chains that are used in order to keep us in that state of essentially of fear and what i would say also is that they are used in a way to promote insecurity you know and 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 um and also leads to things like um the formation of love substitutes because we're talking about preventing or you know somehow keeping someone from something love substitutes that ultimately lead and we've talked about this before as well obsessions so so you know this is critical just key the the, the fact that gatekeeping is really about control just like alex just said a sentence but it's about controlling so anyway my my story i'll just try and make a swift quick story but you know when i was growing up you know my parents they were you know, professors and, and doctors, and I had generations, my grandparents and everything, oh, they all, you know, I was slated to be a doctor early on, you know, my grandmother was, started the first medical, woman's medical school in Korea, there's a whole history of that with my grandfather, oh, but anyway, wow. she used to live with us, yeah, I have books and everything, the, 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 um, the, um, she used to live with us and she would always say, you doctor, you doc, like I was chosen, like she thought I would be a good doctor, anyway, so, as I was going through high school, you know, and into college, I became really um, sort of, um, I mean, it was my first love, music, you know, playing jazz, playing the saxophone. That was, I was just drawn to that. It, honestly, it was my first love. And so my parents, I think they realized that actually. And so, you know, they, they went to, they were scared. That was, and they actually admitted this to me. They were scared that I might, you know, want to go into music and not become a doctor. So they used to do different things. And my mother, what my mother would do is she would kind of bargain with me. I just remember this is that she would tell me, oh, you know, you can play your jazz after you finish college, you know, after you, then it was after you finish oh, medical say after dinner, after no, dinner. No, no, after no, college, no, I was already doing that. I was already doing it. No, after medical school. And then, you know, and then the four years oh, later, wow. be like, oh, you can do that after you finish your surgery training, you know, and it was like, so anyway, there's no, I don't want to say there's no regrets. I mean, everything's right. I'm the time is right and everything like that. But it was their way of trying to, you know, gatekeep me. So I don't I don't have a better example than that. But so I'll pass it to Alex. No, I think that's a great example. And um, what I wanted to share uh, a, a personal one and then uh, one that's not personal to me is Hope and I, we have some dear, dear friends. I mean, they've been close friends of ours for 35 years. And the biggest issue they're dealing with right now, Dave, is their daughter won't even hardly talk to them. 
Okay, much less get together for dinner and, you know, visit and stuff like that. And um, the, the mom, who's real close to my wife, Hope, shared with her what the problem was, okay? That when, they, when the daughter was growing up, they were super strict. And, and I'll give you an example. They, they're, uh, they're Christian people. And so they got a hold of a book, not the Bible. It was some book that some joker had written, okay? <laughs> kind, of, kind of trying to claim it was biblical, but boy, is this dangerous. Anyway, in the book, it basically taught them, okay, this is biblically how you raise a child, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was absolute baloney. I mean, it was totally just these people and their junk. And one of the things they said you have to do, this was like the number one thing, Dave, they carried around a cane switch all the time, all the time, the parents. And oh, if, to hit the child, yeah. And if this little girl did anything that was not like in the family rules, and there were like a thousand of them, mm -hmm. it's whack, whack, whack. I mean that you know those canes they leave a mark and 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 the kid would start crying and 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 you know and the whole time the the parents were just like okay you're crying but this is for your best you have to learn this because if you don't learn this then you're going to blah 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 okay well ladies and gentlemen that is garbage and that was those parents putting their stuff onto their daughter and basically, as Dave said, taking their freedom away, taking her freedom away. And the place she is now is, are you out of your mind? Why in the world would I want to be around you guys? All you want to do is put me in a box and not let me live my life. Okay. Now that I've gotten away, I don't want to be around y'all. I mean, my memories of y'all are whacking me all the time. I want to, and all these rules and regulations and huge punishments if I violated them. Um, so that's the one that is not ours, but kind of close to us, okay? The, the, the one for me would have for sure been the legalistic church setting I grew up in, which absolutely enslaved me for about 20 years of my life, okay? And um, it was horrible. And to, 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 to tell you, and, and some of you may know this if you've read my book, but to tell you how bad it was, when I started to read the Bible for myself and see what it actually said versus what these jokers were telling me it said, which in most cases was wrong, okay? Right. When I started coming out of that cult mentality, and that's exactly what it was, I had six months of night terrors, six months where I would wake up every night sweating through my clothes, sweating the bed sheets to the point that we had to get up and change them. I would wake up screaming. It scared my wife to death. Okay. Well, where do we see that kind of thing? When people are being decolted, when people have been brainwashed and they're coming out of it. That's where we see that six month of night terror kind of thing, okay? So that shows you firsthand 
I was culted. I was brainwashed. I was all of that stuff, David. And believe it or not, it was done. The people that did it to me did it thinking they were doing it for my good. Okay. So be careful if that's your, your mindset or someone who's trying to editorialize your life. Right. Be careful about that. Well, it's for your good. Right. Oh, baby. Uh, be, you Just the opposite. Just the opposite. Yeah. Investigate that. You better make sure because a lot of times that statement is, is used to justify exactly what we're talking about today, Dave. So, um, yeah, that is my thing. And, and that list I read, I had almost every one of those. From that upbringing, and um, I'll tell you, raising children, I, I've worked with so many couples, so many parents, etc. If you raise your children with stuff like this, let me tell you, you are going to rue the day that they become adults and out on their own, because there's a high likelihood they are they are not going to want to have contact with you or um, they're going to have contact with you, but they're going to have to, you know, take a Valium before and after to be okay with it because it brings back all those bad memories for them. And and you don't want that. You want them to have wonderful memories uh, of growing up and want to come home and want to meet for dinner and stuff like that. Well, if you raise your kids in the in those, that list of things that I read at the first and what Dave's been talking about, there's a really good chance that won't happen. That they will not want to be around you or it will be strained. Now, that can be healed and that's exactly what I would do. But if you're not to that point yet, change how you're raising your kids, please. And, and, and don't do that to them. It, it, it'll it'll benefit you and them. So, uh, you want to do a post-it on that, Dave, or what? No, you done? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm done. That was the main thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start the code? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I, I'll do a code. I got a code. Okay. Right. So th- this is a code for gatekeeping, systemic gatekeeping, and all the different forms that are used some that we might have been either subject to or involved with ourselves, the gaslighting, brainwashing, censoring, ridiculing, labeling, monitoring, judging, editorializing, etc. We pray, we request that all negative cellular destructive memories, unhealthy habits and addictions, false limiting beliefs, and any relationship issues that are related to the gatekeeping, it be found, opened, and healed through God's love, God's life, God's light, and God's truth. Okay. And the first position is both hands in the jaws. Take slow, deep breaths from your stomach, not your chest, and don't try to make anything happen. Just allow it to happen.
Second position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Okay, third position is a healing code two position, left hand belly button, below the belly button, right hand brainstem. So this is touching now. Okay, fourth position is both hands bridge. Okay, second cycle now, both hands and jaws. Just do one more cycle. Both hands in the jaws. Second position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. We're gatekeeping. Third position, healing code two, left hand below the belly button and right hand in the brainstem. Healing code two position. This is the left hands just uh, with the thumb and the belly button just below the belly button. And brainstem is right below the base of your skull. Yeah. Right kind of uh, part on the hard part and part on the soft part is kind of the best place for your palm. That area is the occiput of the skull. There's this little bump back there where your occiput is. You can put your hand right on there. Octopus. Wait. Occipital. Occiput. Occiput is what you say. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Both hands in the bridge now. Last position. Okay, that's two cycles, yeah. Okay, 
Let's uh, go now to acupuncture points and let's start with side of the hand, temples, collarbones, little finger, eyebrows, under the nose, index finger, middle of the chest, under the nipples, thumb, under the eyes, sore spot, under the arms, thumb, index finger, chin, and then the 9G. Eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, Circle your eyes, circle back the other way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One, One, two, two three, three, four, four. five. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Now let's activate governing and conception vessel three times. Three times, please. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. This is also called yin and yang. All right, now let's do custom healing centers and let's start that with heart. Please open and harmonize. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Throat. Please open and harmonize. If this hurts, you're massaging too hard. Uh, base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Mm -hmm. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, Please open and harmonize. And one more time, forehead. Please open and harmonize. And then the last section, let's do um, left hand forehead, right hand brainstem. <sighs> Just relax. This is activating conscious mind, subconscious mind, unconscious mind, and generational and ancestral mind all at the same time. Total mind. Very powerful. All thoughts, all emotions, feelings, beliefs, memories, 
Please transform from negative to positive, from fear to love. I would do this uh, if you're doing it at home, probably about two minutes. You can go longer, you can go shorter too, but about two minutes. All right, hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths, one after the other. Let the code process. When you're ready, usually uh, I would wait at least about 60 seconds, but whenever you're ready, take a look at your zero to 10. Note any change. Also look at it in about 30 minutes when it should be better than it is now. And that is all. So, Johanna, if we have any questions or comments. Okay, we have a hand up, and this is April. April G, if you want to unmute your phone. Hi, April. <laughs> you need to unmute, April. April, did you? Did it work? Oh, <laughs> Sorry are. about that. Hi, April. Hey, I'm trying to remember in your your original the the healing code book um if there was a testimonial in the testimonials for ra it seemed like there was something arthritis you talking about arthritis yes. yes sir i think there is i'm not positive but i think there is if you go to the if you go to our site dralexanderloyd.com and click on uh healing stories mm -hmm. you'll find hundreds of them so you might look there um, that might be easier to find because they're listed alphabetically uh, rather than having to read through the whole book to find it. Okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to jump back in the queue later and see if I can test for a friend because um, they, they have a generational issue. Their mother also suffered, and it's a very painful. Ah, yeah. So. Yeah, okay. Okay, um, we have several hands up, so let's go ahead and um, we're going to open the line for Annie. Annie, if you want to. Um, hi, doctors. Uh, hi, Johanna. Hi. Hey, Annie, and please, please do us a favor. Don't call us doctors. We're uh, oh. we're, we're 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 Dave and Alex. I, you kind of you guys are a little bit like celebrities, so it's, Dave, is that okay with you? <laughs> Is that okay? Uh, you can call me whatever she wants. Just don't call me late for dinner, right? You can call okay. me Bill. You can call me whatever. Okay. Okay, uh, Alex. It's being David. respectful, actually. Yeah. It's being respectful. We've, I appreciate that, yeah. Well, you guys went through a lot of schooling, and I actually wanted to be a doctor, and I knew the curriculum, so I appreciate how much you guys have gone through to get where you are. And I, well, I'm, really I'm not a real doctor. It. I'm not a real doctor. Psychologists aren't real doctors. He's the only real doctor here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of school. <laughs> um, I just have a question. Um, my parents are doing the healing codes, as am I, and I'm working with an amazing coach, and I just love her. Um, but one of the things that we're all kind of struggling with is sort of knowing the difference between um, retracing, a healing response, um, or just, you know, we're getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how you tell if it's a healing response or if it's uh, a coincidence or getting worse. You okay. start doing a code and feel worse. 
Number yep. one, you okay. stop doing the code and feel better. <laughs> you start doing the code again and feel worse. You stop the code again and you feel better again. If you, okay. go, if you do that and that's what happens, it's, uh, it's 95% a healing response. If that's not what happens, then it's either a coincidence or it's getting worse or it, whatever. Circumstantial, it could be a number of things, but if that's not what happens, it's probably not a healing response, but that's how to tell if it is. Great, thank you so much. You're welcome. That's a good question. It's, it's a, a very common uh, thing. That makes so much sense. And that's very, that's scientific. That's what we do. You know, basically, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you can repeat it, then, then you know they're, they're related. That's right. That's right. If it's repeatable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We have another caller. This is Kevin. Kevin, if you want to um, unmute yourself. Hey, Kevin. Kevin. Are you there, Kevin? I think it's, he's unmuted. I, unless I know he, it was said, it's not saying it looks like it's unless unmuted. Unless he accidentally hit the button. Oh, okay, now, cool. No, no, here we go. Here we go. Here yeah, go. It, it, it didn't give me the option to uh to unmute though. But uh, how you guys okay. doing? Good. Um, no, I, I just I just wanted to just put in a comment real quick and stuff. Um, I don't know how you guys do it each and every week, but I mean, it just it always hits home with each topic, and I just gotta commend you guys on that. Just you know, just show my gratitude. Um, just real quick, and sorry if I go in and out. I'm I'm on the road and stuff too, and I, I hit a bunch of like dead zones and stuff too. So I apologize about that if you if I go in and out. You. We can hear okay, you. Cool. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean this this topic is is huge for me because just that whole you know cult like um you know subject and everything like that for like twelve years. You know, I I was like rinse and repeat in this in this cycle of like joining these like MLMs pyramid schemes you know things like that which all just seemed at the time like you know the only way like that's how they do it you know what I mean they they trigger you know the different emotions and everything like that and like this is the only way to do it or refer this book that book and everything like that and it actually you know there's something I'm still working through and stuff too that um, kind of affected like you know even my relationship with, with my girlfriend of, of 12 years and you know thank god she's you know still stuck around and seen the you know more authentic version of, of myself and you know as yeah. a, big, a big advocate she actually introduced me to you know uh alex your your first um book that i had seen was beyond willpower i know it's a it's ah. a different title now and everything like that you know she found it at a savers um and it, it's just just the concepts and everything like that just always stuck true and, you know, actually implementing it, you know, daily. Like I, I've actually, you know, seen a, seen a huge difference in, in my life, uh, definitely energetically. But, you know, just just that whole um, what's it called? Just that whole mindset and everything like that, too, just, you know, really took a toll. And actually, even um, a few days ago, like I, I listened to this podcast of these people that I haven't listened to in a long time. And it actually put me, it actually gave me like an anxiety attack almost and stuff too, because I, I usually don't 
really like get those. It's probably been like once or twice that that's happened. And, you know, it's like the no same tactics and stuff too. And like, you know, I, I'm not saying anything against like, you know, coaching or receiving like life coaching or anything like that, you know, if it works, it works. But, but like for them in particular, it it's like, that's the end all be all. And, you know, um, you're crazy and just like the shaming and things like that. And just using, you know, those words, if you're not, you know, doing this and if you're not using the coach or anything and right. stuff like that too. So all of those like methods and everything, you know, um, you know, like definitely triggered, you know, some things. So like I said, I, I just want to just, um, you know, thank you guys a lot for it. And um, just say that it, I know like this one in particular, just like, all of them. I have like my different ones that I go to for the different issues that is going to help out, um, you know, tremendously. So call it <laughs> divine intervention, me, you know, developing a relationship more, more with God and being open with that. And, um, you know, just keep on tuning in, um, each and every week. So I just, I appreciate you guys so much. And, um, this, 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 this is a huge, huge one. Cause like I said, it's been like 12 years of different quote unquote, businesses and those tactics and me thinking I'm doing the, the, the right, right thing or, you know, wanting something more and just going about it, um, uh, you know, the wrong way. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this. Hey, Kevin, thank you so much for raising your hand. What you just said, you're the reason we're doing this. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, you, you are giving us an opportunity to do what we believe we should and want to be doing. So we couldn't do what we're doing without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Dave. And can I just add one thing? Yeah. So, and this is a great example, Kevin. Thank you again. Also echo that with Alex um, of, of the point being that part of the brainwashing process is to grab us emotionally. So when we become emotionally balanced, then we can think rationally. And yes. so that's what you're doing now. You're saying, oh, this is not, this is what, you know, now you're looking, you're taking that, what is the 10,000 foot view or whatever. Now you can't do when you're like, right. Anyway, so no. thank, thank you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. And just, yeah, that whole brainwashing and stuff too. And um like luckily it's been two actually yeah, it was 12 years and it was two years ago that I was able to get away from it by like me watching a live video of somebody you know um dishing out like facts uh about like you know the industry and the tactics and everything and that started to help you know wake wake me up and open up my eyes and everything but then the adverse effects was that was kind of shut down from everything social media family friends and like kind of just stay in that little little burrow if you will and just wanting to kind of get out but not really knowing how you know so you know doing doing the healing codes and and not you know blaming myself or even you know them or anybody like that right. um and just taking that pressure off has, has helped tremendously so day in and day out it gets um you know better and better and just like you say alex you know living in love in the present moment is as best as you can. We can't get it perfect all the time. And that's what I, you know, I try to do in perfect reaction, this, this, and that, but, um, you know, just being able to, you know, live the, the best, most fullest life that, that we can. Yeah. 
Thank you, Kevin. And and by the way, if you if you if you watch this and you're wondering what is Kevin talking about, he, he's talking about my book called The Memory Code. And um, the Memory Code is sort of a different way than the Healing Code to come at the same thing. And it works really, really well for people who are more right brain oriented. People who are right brain oriented, it just works fabulous. So if you're right brain oriented, you might check out the memory code. It's a completely different process, but it's it's coming at the same problems from a different angle. Dave? Can I clarify also, but Alex, I, he was he said beyond willpower. Yeah, that's beyond the, willpower. Is the love oh, no, code. that's the love code. That's, that's the love, love code. code. Yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, love, and, 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 and it is my opinion that the first part of the love code is the best thing I've ever done. Uh, it's the most I believe it's the most important thing in life. Now, not part two. Part two is the is what to do to fix it. And I would not do part two of the love code. I would do the healing code. It's it works better. Um, but part one is the most important thing I know. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. All right. So we have another hand up and that's going to open the line for Joyce. Joyce, if you want to unmute your line. Hello. Do you Hi, hear Joyce. Me? Hello. Um, yeah, I... I am just about finishing the love code. Um, if you don't understand me properly, it's because of my Swiss accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Um, so um, it's now my first time. I'm here to watch you. Um, thank you so much uh, once again for your invitation uh, because it took me a lot of courage actually uh, to come here. Uh, because just before... Um, before I started to read the healing code, I was actually exactly treated like you described now with the entire gaslighting by a shaman who wanted me to be together with somebody I didn't want to be together. And it was really an evening. I started to, I had a little walk in front of my house and um, there was the healing code <laughs> uh, for free <laughs> uh, there and I took it. Uh, because it's about 12 years ago, another friend of mine, she read it and uh, she was super excited about it. So, and I was there like, oh, yeah, I know this book from her. I guess it's now time to read it. <laughs> and it was really um, when I started to read it, um, I had the strength to get away from the shaman um, and also uh, to get free of that person um, he wanted me to be together with mm. uh, because it was a destructive um, relationship with my ex-boyfriend mm. um, and yeah when I started to practice the healing code it gave, it gave me a lot of strength um, I really I, I, I could concentrate better on myself also I even could start a new job and yeah um, after that, I also started to read the um, the love the love code, and uh, it's it touched me. <laughs> um, and there was this um, part where you wrote about the water research, uh, which showed how positive and negative thoughts 
affect the structure of the water crystals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for for me, it really touched me because it was uh, just a night before. Um, I had a dream about a friend, <laughs> and it's a super nice guy, um, and I appreciate having him around me uh, because he often gave me a lot of strength. Uh, as well uh, when I had my difficult time and um, but in this dream I treated him super ignorant and uh, yeah so that even he felt like uh, rejected from me and so actually the last feeling I want to give him because he I appreciate him and when I woke up um, I just ask myself whether when I dream about a person um, and I have negative feelings in the dream of that person, if this affects also his cellular memories or unconsciousness, subconsciousness, whatever. You understand my question? Yes, I do. Um, yeah, good question. And, and um, Joyce, the first thing I would like to do is honor you. You said it took a lot of courage to come here. Congratulations. Uh, way to go. Great job. Okay. Now, um, um, your question. Her dream affecting the person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the, here's the deal on dreams. I'm not a dream expert, but here's my two cents. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the content of the dream is relevant. Sometimes. Typically, mm -hmm. if it's relevant, you will know the connection. Mm -hmm. I, I learned about the connection just some late, some hours later, because okay. um, so, some hours later, just actually, it happened that a person who is now aggressive towards my father just crossed me. And all I did was I was just ignorant. I just passed, didn't give him any. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, you understand what I mean. So it was not yeah. actually against my friend, but for me, it was like, hey, does this now, even if it was not about him, actually, in the dream, right. it was him, and I had negative feelings. I don't want that for him. Right. Sometimes the content is not relevant. It is just crazy stuff, you know, like a guy with, you know, uh, you know, jumping over the moon or, you know, some, 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 sometimes the, the content is not relevant. The mm -hmm. feelings, the feelings in a dream are virtually always relevant. So mm -hmm. that's the main thing is what are you feeling from the dream? If it's mm -hmm. panic, then chances are your unconscious mind is trying to work through some panic issues. If it's mm -hmm. anxiety, same thing. If it's joy, or peace, same thing. Your your mind is is focused on joy and peace. So that probably means you don't have a lot of really big, huge issues right now that are troubling you. Okay, so mm -hmm. the feelings are virtually always relevant. The content mm -hmm. sometimes, um, but if it is relevant, typically the person will know pretty quickly what the relevance is and the connection. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, that, so that's my two cents. And I'm, I apologize. I'm going to have to bug out. Um, I love you guys. Uh, God bless. Love you, Alex. Love you, Alex. 
All right. So um, let's try one more question. We have a Bridget. I want to open your line. If you want to unmute. Oh, you just missed Alex. Okay. Yeah, hello. Uh, well, I, I believe I'm not supposed to call you Dr. David anymore, but... Um, <laughs> you can call you know, me Happy I, I, always like be, I always like to be reverent, uh, considering all... Just, the just ignore Alex. Alex. Just ignore him. <laughs> all right, uh, Dr. David. No, I, my question was uh, related to last week. Uh, Dr. Dave, or um, Alex um, said that he had another good uh, story to tell about uh, a gentleman, I think, that cured himself of ALS. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm just curious about that because um, we have just found out uh, a young man not far from where we live here was diagnosed or has been diagnosed with ALS. And I'm just wondering, uh, would it be possible? Um, I, well, what my question was, was uh, did Dr. Da uh, Dr. Um, Alex worked with him directly or was it that this man used just the universal healing code and healed himself? That was my question. Yeah, you don't I, know that. No, I don't know that. I think Johanna may have a story. I mean, Dr. Ben is an example. Yeah, yeah. Johanna? Well, um, yeah, that's right. Yes, that's right, doctor. I've worked with several people over the years and I've been doing this for about 18, for 18 years now. And I've worked with many people, well, I'd say several people that have ALS. And I have to say the most um, impressive and most amazing healing of ALS was with a gentleman who was in his 80s. And his chiropractor told him about the Healing Code book. And so he'd read the Healing Code book, and he simply started using the Universal Healing Code. And then the chiropractor, yeah. he'd been doing it for a couple of months, maybe three months. And then the chiropractor said, uh, told him to contact me to get a custom code. And so he did. And I worked with, I created a custom code for him. He started using that. Two weeks later, when I called him, there was a significant change in his voice. His voice was strong. He was um, very humble. And he said he'd gone to his doctor his regular doctor who'd been see his family doctor who'd been taking care of him for many years. And his doctor cried when he told him he does not have ALS. They did all the regular markers to test, you know, different things about it. And he said, yes. no ALS. And so um, this man started thanking me for the custom code. And I told him, you know, maybe the custom code, Maybe it speeded it up a bit, but I believe the majority of this healing came from you doing the healing code from the book. And he totally yeah. healed of ALS. Now this was this man was in his 80s and his and he yeah. wasn't real happy because he said, Well, my legs are still weak. He said, and the doctor said, You're just old. He said, You're just yeah. old. <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, but thankfully you're not gonna die of ALS. Um, he he passed well, away. Well, that is wonderful, Jim. Yes. Yeah, he did pass away several years later. One of his friends, who I was also working with, um, told me, but it wasn't from ALS, and I don't remember exactly what it was. Probably just old age, simply. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, uh, the problem, Johanna, with this young man—he's only forty-two. 
um, he's in a wheelchair. It, it seems to be a rapid form of ALS. And I'm not sure um, if he'd be able to do the healing code. So if he can't do it, could his wife do it for him herself yeah. and re release the code to like uh, you, you're saying about releasing the code. Is that where you do the code and wish it to him? Is it or yes. something like that? When you say release it, um, you're you're saying I'm doing this healing code for my husband. Is that what you say or something yes, like that? Yes, you do it on yourself. Yeah. And then if they're there with you, you can actually touch them when you release it to them. But if they're not there with you, if you just release it to them and love it. Now, this is really powerful. It's actually more powerful than him doing it on himself. So if I should invest in And uh, Johanna, um, I'm hoping to get in contact with him in the next while, but um it is like could they work with a healing code or, or a healing coach i should say or you're just saying that the universal healing code is just as good as anything else well i would i would definitely recommend working with a coach because the coach could test more specifically and usually when we can get more specific things speed up the process which might yes. have happened you know with the gentleman i was mentioning because he'd been doing the healing code on his own. And I think when yes. I did the custom code, it just speeded up the process. So yes, uh, yes. So right. if he wanted to get in contact with a healing coach, uh, Johanna, um, would I give them Cindy's number um, in Dr. Alex's office? Should I do that? Or well, you could something like that? Yeah, you could you could uh, contact Cindy if you want, and she could recommend someone um, or um, just look at the list of coaches we have on the website and and choose one. Um, I don't know if, D David, are you open for coaching or not? Uh, no, I'm not really. I'm not taking okay. right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or, um, Can I add, just yeah. add something? Can yeah. I add something? Like, so, um, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, Johanna, but I believe that he could actually do the healing code positions just in his mind. Yeah. Imagine his hands going here. I, you know, Johanna, I mean, I think that's reasonable, right? Also, yeah, no, absolutely. That's the other way to do it is he could do it on himself by just imagining his hands in those positions. The body makes up for it. The body knows if your hands are really, you know, uh, uncomfortable or in pain. Yeah. If for any reason you cannot use your hands, you just yeah. imagine. Now, I know some people just even have a hard time imagining it so absolutely have his wife help him with that um yes when I was working with yeah. Dr. you know when i worked with dr ben uh johnson who you know is in the healing code book and yes. he's sort of ALS yeah. with yeah. alex yes um, unfortunately he passed away a few years ago but it wasn't from als he unfortunately had yes. an accident but um he told me many times he would he would have cancer patients he was working with, and then he would refer them to me to do actual healing codes with them. And he'd tell them that he could heal the cancer with his alternative uh, methods and everything, but if they don't heal the heart, the cancer will come back. And he told yes. me one of the most common, he says the most common characteristic and um issue that people have when they have ALS, and this included himself, was anger, resentment, oh, bitterness yes. towards either themselves yeah. 
or someone else. And Dr. Ben even told me that was the case with him. And he had some challenges with his um, father. And so, and it was true. Every single person that I had worked with with ALS did have something in their history where they were really furious still, angry or frustrated at an individual. So um, that's, you know, now that's all that to say, if he does deeper work, that was where you'd want to take him through the 12 categories, starting with forgiveness. And um, yes. the, only time, the only time I had, I worked with an ALS client, a client who had ALS, who did not notice a significant improvement, a halt of the symptoms or a healing completely. The only time I had one man who would not forgive. He absolutely would not and did not want to hear about it. He would not forgive. And he, and um, his partner told me that it was just a subject you just don't talk about around him. He gets really mad. And unfortunately, he ended up getting worse and he did pass away. And his partner, oh. his, his partner yeah. told me that he knew that that was the core. So it is important. Wow. That's know. very interesting, Johanna. Yeah, I, I thought it was something because I know, I think Dr. Ben Johnson said, because I, I think I read this in the book, but correct me if I'm wrong, that he said a lot of his cancer patients, it was down to forgiveness that, yes. um, you know, they, they needed to forgive certain things in their life. And that's what caused the cancer. But ALS, I think that there was something like that that caused it. You know what I mean? So that's very interesting, Johanna. And I will pass that information on to this uh, young man. And please, God, he'll get better and overcome it. And before I go, uh, Dr. David, I just wanted to say I loved what you had to say last week. Um, you know, it was your, on your, um, your story with your wife and everything. I, th I thought it was so courageous of you. I, I don't think I could do something like that, but it was very nice of you. And, um, you know, it was uh, it was it was wonderful, to tell you the truth. And I want to say thank you. And thank you to you, Johanna, for all the time that you put into this Zoom meeting. I enjoy it. I look forward to it every Wednesday. And just even to be here listening to everybody, not necessarily talking, but just to hear you talk, Dr. David, because a lot of the things, well, what you say too, Johanna, but everything that you say makes perfect, perfect sense. Last week you said something and I says, oh, my God, that really, you know, hits home to me. So I just want to say thank you very much, Dr. David. And um, you don't realize how many people. Um, well, you do. I'm sure you do realize how many people you're helping, but I definitely am one of your biggest fans, you and Johanna and everybody. And I want to say thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you. You're very thank welcome. You, yeah. God bless. So we only, have a we only have a couple minutes left, but Susan, I wanted to open your line. If, if you can make a brief, um, we have a couple minutes. Yeah, that's lovely. Thank you <laughs> kindly. I will make it brief. Hello, Dr. Doe. Um, yeah. I just wanted to come back to the actual terms of gatekeeping and gaslighting and some of the other descriptions yeah. of these things. It happens with a few themes um, with the uh, All Eyes Matter. And for those of us that are not so used to that American way of, of describing things, um, 
but it, coming back to hearing when you were saying that it's a little bit like um, other people are trying to fence you into their fears and their rules and make you live, um, as my mother used to say, Susan, you've not done it properly and you will keep on doing it until it's done properly. So that was her view of, of, of properly. She was attempting to get me to do it well, to do my best. All I can say is, is that what you would describe gatekeeping and gaslighting comes down to the simplicity of living by other people's rules and, and fitting into their idea of what they want you to be their product, but but in on their rules. Exactly, and it's their okay. in, their their intention is what tells you, you know, what's in their heart, what's driving them to to make those rules. Because because your mother could also be out of love, just trying to make you like purely, you know, make sure. you better. But the but it doesn't. But but based on her programming. It's probably not true. She 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 believes that it's the best thing for you because that's what she was sort of told and programmed to do. I, I it, think it, pressure, it, it programmed me with pressure, yeah. and I've re highly rebellious my entire growing up time, and so it just put me into that massive rebellion. I was and, the same and, way, rebelling against my parents. Yeah. Absolutely. It's funny, you know. The more they push, the more you push back. You know, right? I, I, I did because I had a strong um, nature, but that's okay. April, you were mentioning somebody to do with rheumatoid arthritis, a friend, and I would just like to make a quick um, point. Uh, I had a um, time in my life where massive fear dropped in and locked up my body. It was described as a rheumatoid, rapid rheumatoid arthritis event. And uh, the doctor, the specialist that eventually uh, hit the right diagnosis um signed off on me in less than four years and i was off the medication which proved to be a um a chemotherapy drug i didn't know at the time it was but i was determined to clear myself and the doctor said i'll remember this case because you said you were going to um get better i watched you do your energy testing and everything that you said you were going to do, mind you, I gave him a heck of a lot of stuff of what I was doing in energy stuff. So it <laughs> put him through quite a lot of um, new information. A person can, um, April, clear themselves because, yes, I've got some residues, but I am basically cleared of, of the um, major effects and the, the deterioration part of it. So letting you know that and hope that gives a little bit of hope um and yes it's good to go through your life and reform um what you eat and go through all of the different things as well as but i was consistently and still am doing my codes using energy processes that work instantly and work to cause thank you very good thank you susan for sharing um, I think that's going to be it for this week. We're past the hour. Um, please come back again next week. David, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks Love you, everybody. <laughs> See you next week.